Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 138. It's brought to you by Namira, Firepower, and Maxis. Thanks for those companies for coming on board. FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Brock Tickle, wearing the 2021 FXR gear and looking pretty good doing it. Uh, Phil Nicoletti, FXR, Enzo Lopes, FXR, the Club MX team. Lots of riders wearing FXR and looking good. And if you use the code PULPMX30, when you go to checkout, you can save at FXRRacing.com. Really, really like some of that 2021 stuff that Tickle wore uh, this summer. So please check that out. Thanks to Race Tech as well. Uh, Pulp 20 is a code to save with Race Tech. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. They can dial you in. Uh, they can modify it. They can just uh, keep it running fresh, whatever it is. Uh, get new seals. Get new bushings. Get new oil in your suspension. Uh, treat your bike uh, with some love, and maybe it'll love you back. So uh, you use code Pulp 20 to save with Race Tech. Speaking of race tech, uh, this man uh, had a team this summer and and uh, in the nationals and in Supercross, and uh, it was a very popular team. And he is a race tech suspension outlet center as well, doing suspension there on the East Coast. It's Jason Butsky. What's up, Jason? How are you, man? How's it going, Steve? Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. This is the SGB Kawasaki team owner, man. Um, you got to be stoked on the way the team went, I guess. What? Uh, let's get a little background. So give us a little um, information on your background. Um, I started out doing uh, police work, a little different, and uh, I did that for many years, and I raced when I was younger, but I really sucked at riding a dirt bike, um, <laughs> so it went nowhere, but I still had a very, you know, strong passion and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that in there, so I did some police work, because um, I wasn't smart enough to do anything else, and we uh, we went that route, and I started a business after my father passed away, and that's what SGB is, that's his initials, so. Oh, Okay. I started this business and it it really blew up for me. Um, and at that time, I decided to leave the police department so that way I can kind of slow down my life. Uh, I was working a whole lot of hours with working midnights for the police department and coming back and doing suspension work during the day. Um, so I was like, well, we'll slow down some. Yeah. And then as soon as I retired from the police department, I started a race team and I've been busier than I have ever been. <laughs> now, uh, were you a beat cop? Were you a detective? What would what, you do? I was I was straight patrol midnight straight patrol. patrol. Oh wow! Yeah, and I wanted. This is in Maryland. Is this where this is in Maryland? In Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh my God! Jeez, you saw some stuff. <laughs> I've seen some things. I've, I've been some places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> night patrol in Baltimore. Good God! Um, how'd you get into suspension and stuff? How'd you learn about it? How'd you How'd you uh, get to be so good at it? Um, it was the only thing. I really didn't know how it worked on a dirt bike. You know, I, I could do general maintenance mm-hmm. on a dirt bike. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, it's the only thing I don't know. And that I was a support rider for, you know, race tech for, for a very long time. They supported me. Um, I reached out to Rob over there and yeah, they really, uh, they opened up their arms and I went out there and stayed for, you know, quite some time and worked with them one-on-one. And, you know, I, I was very lucky to have that type of support system through them. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Just kind of. Did you take uh, Paul's suspension class? I did. Um, I, I took that so that way we can get uh, certified as a race tech center. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just. Nice. I like to know why things work. Right, right. Yeah. Um, that's how we all get kind of started, right? That's how we all kind of figure things out. Uh, interesting, interesting background. Now, you got a business, you're doing suspension, you, you know, you, you, uh, you're doing stuff. Why start a race team? Good God. Um, as like I told you before, I, I wasn't smart enough to do anything else. So <laughs> my decisions in life aren't always the best. <laughs> no, nah, it was one of those things that I just, I was working with AJ Catanzaro and, and Jarvis and uh-huh. I just felt like there was, they needed more support. Um, and I felt like, why can't I mm-hmm. help out more? And that's just kind of how it started. And then it starts snowballing and then, you know, sponsors are pushing for more reach, which I understand. And yeah. Next thing you know, I'm like, whoa, this is way more than I thought I was getting into. But no, I, I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, it's like I said, it's a passion side for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to have fun. And ultimately, every weekend, I got to hang out with, you know, people that I enjoyed being around. So, right, right. Uh, yeah, so Maxis Tires, big title sponsor and a uh, big sponsor absolutely. of this show as well. They're a big part of stuff that we do at Pulp. So uh, Maxis is a big effort for you guys. How did that connection come about? Um, through AJ, they sponsored AJ okay. in 2019, and oh. you know when I was kind of yeah. wrenching for him a little bit here and there and doing suspension stuff. So then, you know, Chris and I from well, Chris from Axis and I joined a relationship, and yep. 
they were on board from day one. And honestly, those guys are so great to work with over there. Yeah. Easy yeah. going. They, they want to, you know, improve a product as much as they can and, you know, and learn and test. And right. it's, it's been phenomenal. Well, I, uh, I'm the one who hooked AG up with Maxis back uh, a couple years ago. So in a roundabout way, uh, I'm, I'm responsible for your team. So that's nice. So you're part, you're pretty much part owner. I'm part owner. Yeah. I'm not dumping any capital in though, Jason. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was a really cool, cool deal. Of course, Jordan Jarvis, uh, a female and, uh, she raced a couple of nationals. She got in as an alternate. That's an awesome story. She's really close to making it. Uh, uh, Alex Ray, everyone knows a Ray. Uh, uh, you got Justin Rodbell. AJ for Supercross, and then uh, Jordan Smith as well. I'm sorry, Jordan Smith, Jeremy Smith as well. Um, man, you guys were. I mean, A Ray's a great like A Ray's a great guy to have on your team. He didn't have the year he wanted to, uh, as he's had in the past, but it was still okay. It wasn't it wasn't terrible or anything else. But he he he's a popular guy. People like him. And then this Rod Bell character just started racking up amazing finishes. Uh, Jeremy Smith has speed, as we've known, we've seen over the years. Jordan Jarvis has her thing that that attracted people to her. Man, you you really you you uh you kind of rolled the dice and you came up aces in the sense of getting buzz or attention for your team, huh? Yeah, I mean, on a from an outside looking in, I think we had a very successful year. Um, on a marketing side, it was it was phenomenal. Um, I, I saw Rod Bell. I've known Rod Bell for a while, mm -hmm. um, so I kind of it wasn't as much of a rolling dice for me. Um, I will say he shocked me with his consistency. I knew speed was there. Yeah. But, I mean, he qualified very good each weekend, and mm -hmm. he was literally in the motos one position away normally from his qualifying spot. Yeah. So, on and over and under, it was it was consistent. Yeah. Um, I think he had one crash all out there nationals, knock on wood. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was pumped on him. Jordan works very hard, um, and she she was able to, to do very well at the – ww ranch obviously and she got better, better huh don't you think don't even you, better at yeah she got better right during the year yeah no yeah. absolutely it was progressing in the in the right way and again it was a learning curve there was there was a lot of things on a management level that i just i didn't handle um or have squared away like i wanted to or should have um mm -hmm. going into it i didn't know what to expect i mean I, i'm very uh transparent when it comes to this i make posts you know admitting when things are messed up on my end and I, yeah. i'm completely cool with taking the rap for things that I do wrong. Um, and with that being said, I, there was a couple of things I thought we had to put, you know, our investments into this category and it ended up that we don't really need that. And yeah. you know, other ends would have been better. So it was a, uh, learn as you go for me. And I, I think we did really well with it, you know, adapting and, and yeah. making switches. Um, and a lot of that is just because of our, our support system and, you know, our riders are very, we're all down to earth. Yeah. All of us are, we, we want to have fun. But we also do want to maintain that level of, you know, competition and, and yeah. professionalism. So, um, why Kawasaki's for you? How did that start? What does that go? What do they give you? What is it? How do you work through the dealer and all that kind of stuff? Maybe explain that end of it. Um, so for the Kawasaki side was, again, this this whole dream started with AJ Catanzaro, and he was on a Kawasaki already. I was already familiar with them from working with him. Um, and I, I personally believe that the Kawasaki is probably your best performance to price ratio on a 450 right now. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're not super expensive to purchase. And I think majority of the people who are jumping on them get comfortable pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so that's where we went. And I reached out to Babbitt's, you know, online and they've been, Known to having a rain across team, they have a very successful GNCC team. Yep. Um, you know, Eddie and I spoke, and they came on board to help us out and support us. And um, after the after our first year, you know, he stepped up and has, has helped us out even more going mm -hmm. into next year. So I'm excited to to see it. It's not a a scramble anymore of trying yep. to worry about that stuff. I'm already squared away for the whole year, which is like I said, I mean, Babbitt's online. Kawasaki's really stepped up to take care of us. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So, Cowie's again in 2021. Yes. Oh, interesting. Um, so for you, no, no support from Cowie uh, Factory, no, no bikes, no parts, none of that. I mean, obviously, A Ray got some help through the guys there because of personal relationships. But um, did you go to them? Did you pitch them? Are they interested in it? Uh, anything going on there? Did they tell you, hey, 
keep it going. Uh, you know, we like what you're doing. Do you have much help as far as an OEM goes? No, I mean, on that end, Team Green does help us out on the Team Green program. And Ryan yep. Holiday on the amateur side does help us out on, on some end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, all bikes do have to be purchased. There is no free bikes for our program. Yeah. Um, and no parts allowance for our program. Um, but like I said, Team Green does help us out and support us. Right, um, right. On the factory level, Alex does have a relationship, like you said, but none of that comes to me. So yeah. that's a Alex talks to who he talks to and gets what he gets. The, um, I know that they support their their two other pro teams, and that's where their money and their finances go. Yeah, yeah. I understand it. I mean, I get it from a, a business and marketing side. In order for them to, you know, they have a certain amount of dollars for professional motocross, supercross racing. Yeah. And if they're going to take that from, they have to take it from them to give to me, and that doesn't really it's, make sense. It's uh, it's nutty to me that Cowie. I mean, Cowie definitely. Um, you know, they don't throw the support behind a lot of guys. Tyler Bowers gets some stuff, obviously. Um. You know what I mean? But they don't help a lot of people, and I just uh, – I, I don't like that about that. I think feel like they should – you know, like to give – to float you $5,000 in parts uh, wouldn't be uh, very tough for them to do. You know what I mean? Um, and so is it frustrating for you? Are you are, do, you have a, do you have a hopeful uh, outlook for this? Do you, are you saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to keep going with Cowie, and we're going to keep working with these guys, and Babbitts is great, and maybe hopefully one day these guys help me? I mean, yes, we can always be hopeful that it's going to help, and I and I get it from their end. They're they're putting out a productive bike at a lower price point than the other manufacturers. They're also they have some of the best contingency out there too. Yeah, um, and yeah. on the pro end, they're they're the only manufacturer to do um, night show contingency. Not yeah, just yeah, they do really well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think they're spending their money to help out the majority, and just not me on that side. And like I said, I understand that. Luckily, we have you know, sponsors that are pulling through and, and every team's long-term goal is to, to have factory support. Mm-hmm. But for me, the more support you get and the more things you have, the more politics is involved. Sometimes. And, yeah. Yeah. Then you have, you know, everyone running around being serious and everything that I do on the weekends is I'm going to have 13 emails come Monday. <laughs> want to know why this went the way it did. Yeah. Um, and I think, our guys are going to perform better with a lot less pressure on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of that. That's yeah. my job as a manager. I'll hold that heat so those guys can focus on riding and having fun. Right. Now, for your team like yours, the riders pay the expenses. They get to keep their money that they earn, the purse money, because you didn't see all the stuff they own. Um, and you basically transport their riders. You pay for the mechanics. Is that kind of how I understand it? You give them parts um, and, and, and supplies, or is it different deals for different guys? Or how's that work? Different deals for different guys. I mean, yeah. Everyone is on a um, – they're not paying for any of the parts. All their bikes are maintained by yep. us. Um, all the transport's done from us. Um, but they do, you know, pay for their own, their travel expenses yep. and, and race entries. And I know that's, that's something I'm definitely hoping to, that's where I want to see the change for my end. I, I want to yep. be able to market and do a good enough job where my team is, you know, taken care of on a, you know, on a financial level with mm-hmm. those. Um, I'm not looking for, you know, money for, managers and things like that but yeah. i definitely want my my riders to be on a at least a travel um sure you know expense us. yeah but for me i don't i don't want to be i don't have the dream of being an elite factory team okay my dream is to be the stepping stone to have a competitive program on a pro and amateur level that is desirable mm-hmm but more of a stepping stone i would rather see my riders get a phone call from a factory team and be taken from me. That's right. exactly what I want to happen for these guys. Now, you got Maxis as the title. Uh, and by the way, Maxis Tires, MXSTs, developed by McGrath, uh, A-Ray, Rod Bell, using Maxis Tires. Big part of that program. And great mountain bike tires as well. UTV tires, light truck tires. Maxis.com for more information. They're part of this privateer island podcast situation. Maxis is your title. Um, I don't know. Obviously, look, you're running a business full time. You're running this race team. You're a busy guy. But have you tried to pitch some outside sponsors on getting involved or, or, or other industry sponsors or, or energy drinks or anything else? And if you have tried that, what, what kind of responses are you getting? Yeah, we have. I mean, and I honestly thought going into it was going to be a little bit easier on that side of it. And I'm still talking to a couple for yep. next year, and I'm not saying it straight away. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, with the uh, uncertainty in the race schedule or the season and now cities still going back to – shutting down again. Yeah. I mean, I know my, my daughter, I just got a phone call yesterday. My daughter's going back to virtual learning. So 
with that, the outside industry sponsors are are going to be tough right now. I yeah, mean, it's just yep. And I I went through the first season. I was like, you know what? You know, year two, we'll get some good exposure. Year two will be much easier to deal with. Um, and on a lot of levels, like on the industry side, it's been a night and day difference. Um, mm-hmm. But on the outside of the industry, um, you know, people writing checks, it's it's tough right now. I think, and that's going to be for everyone. And I feel for people trying to find bikes. I know, you know, a couple people reached out to us, support wanting to support us, um, whether different dealerships and stuff like that. Um, and ultimately, they were they were struggling to get bikes. And yeah, some of the manufacturers are. Yeah, so. We're lucky to have, like I said, Babbitt's on our side that is able to get us what we need and, and keep helping us at, be at a competitive level. Babbitt's is one of the guys I use, uh, Babbitt's Online. Uh, I talked to um, uh, 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 Jordan down there uh, for, okay. for helping with my uh, retro, some of my retro bikes, and they do a great job. They uh, they give me a little bit of a better price, and uh, shipping is good and everything else. So they're, I mean, they got a long history of racing at the highest levels and, and all that. So that's awesome that, you know, it sounds like they're going to step up a little bit for you then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And now they're racing at the mediocre level, which is where we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for twenty one, are you looking to have the same guys, AJ for Supercross, and uh, and Jer- is Jeremy going to do outdoors, or is Rod Bell and A Ray coming back? What are we looking at for twenty one? I think it's going to be the exact same. Yeah, I, I uh, like I said, I, I made some mistakes on on a management level and just not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing intentional, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I'm ready to, to fix those. So I didn't want to change up too much. And we had a lot of, a lot of push from sponsors to go out and try to get somebody else, you know, maybe at a higher results side of things. And I'll be honest with you. If my team can get through the year, you know, on a first year team and yeah. every one of them have a better season than they did in the past, except for maybe Alex. Um, I think that says something about my riders. So yeah. if I felt like instead of me spending more money of a budget and trying to get somebody else that, you know, who knows how well we're going to gel, mm-hmm. you know, how they're going to feel, whether there can be injuries or not. I mean, and injuries can stop on my team, knock on wood. But I felt like if I invested back into my riders, mm-hmm. I think we can get back to where I want to be and where our sponsors would like to see on a results base just with yep. those guys. I mean, if Rod Bell can work during the week, <laughs> and come in and take 16th overall in 450 points. And again, I'm not unrealistic. I understand that there was a lot of people out this ah, year. Hey, listen, the, the, no, the, he, that dude crushed it. I, I don't want. But I, he was yeah. still consistent. Yeah, yeah. And working. So he actually went down to Tyler Rattray's. We're taking care of him and we're supporting him through some training. Oh, so, nice, good. Um, again, I would rather see. I like loyalty. Yeah, you know, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, and those guys have been loyal to me and girls. So I'm going to, we're going to work with Tyler Rattray with a couple of our riders. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be very good for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Namira Pistons also on board this podcast since 2001. Namira has been supplying factory level pistons and gaskets for every make and model. Uh, from two wheels to four weekend warriors to top athletes, Namira's advanced piston technologies increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Follow them on Instagram, follow them online at Namira.com uh, to see the latest news and application updates. Alex Ray, also sponsored by Namira, folks, so uh, thank you to them. Firepower as well. they got oil now. We know their chains. We know the batteries. You guys use their batteries and chains, right, Firepower? We do. Yeah. We, we use their, their batteries and chains, and they've been phenomenal and easy to work with as well. So yes. Yeah. Really, really good company there. Firepowerparts.com. Besides the batteries and chains that SGB Kawasaki uses, uh, check out their oil. It is uh, uh, built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer and is of the highest quality. They offer standard mineral oil all the way to ester-fortified, full synthetic racing oil blended in the USA. Firepowerparts.com, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, uh, Privateer Island Life. Um, so, yeah, A-Ray, uh, what, what's your – I mean, look, he's a bit of a basket case. We know that. You know that. But uh, he's a really good dude, and he tries really hard. What was it like having A-Ray on your team? I mean, I love working with him. I do. He's he's a hard worker, um, and he he tries his best to get back to the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it goes both ways. I mean, I, I try my best to help him out in every way we can. And um, he was very understanding that it was a first year team, and and was very good with that. Yeah. Um, Supercross went well. Unfortunately, he hit his head good in Tampa. Hit yep. his head and back yep. good in Tampa, and it took us a little while to to recover from that. Um, 
you know, and then we took some time off and then we tested like a little bit of motocross back to supercross mm -hmm. back to Salt Lake city. Um, and Salt Lake city went well for him. He had, he had some good results and, and rode really well there. Um, and then outdoors came, um, I think, I think he was nervous about outdoors. Um, yeah. just going into it. I just, our communication, you know, and I'll I tell you, we, he went out at the red is one and he looked good. Um, we had some issues, um, like we did at many rounds for many different reasons. Um, but like I said for us, I think it was a, uh, a building year on both parts. I, I think he learned a little bit about, um, you know, himself and, yeah. and the outdoor nationals again. And we learned a little bit about bikes and, you know, what he needs and all that stuff. And right. I'm excited for, for 21. I think a lot of, on both ends, a lot of our stuff has been worked out and good to go. Yeah. We obviously, we had a lot of fun at A-Ray and your team's expenses this year because we all love A-Ray. But Rod Bell's stuff held together fine. Rod Bell had no issues. A lot of the stuff we were saying, we were blaming it on A-Ray. You know, like, like yeah, he doesn't, I mean, he needs... To, to to accept some of this blame that had happened to him this summer, and I think he did. I'm not saying he didn't, you know. No, he did. So, and, yeah, and yeah. again, there was yeah. there was there was stuff on on our end that yeah. you know that didn't that didn't hold up, and you know. But yes, when the majority of it, and most of our, I mean, and all of our subframes were braced, we were actually pulling the nut insert out of the brace subframe. Oh, this is muffler gate. So, okay, we're going to talk about muffler gate. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can't avoid it, right? It happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we had we got subframes from uh, Cowie. He got subframes from Cowie. He had um, some other subframes that were braced up, and we had some frames braced up from someone else. Um, yep. And on his bike, the the muffler insert um, <laughs> would pull out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, I, I will tell you, like on the WW. Um, one, the motor made some weird noises after the first moto, and we did a full motor swap in between moto one and moto two before it blew. Yeah. So they were down to the wire. Yeah, yeah. On moto two, and they didn't put the bracket back on. And like I said, there was yeah, not yeah. enough time for it. Yeah. For and, 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 was, and I was a mechanic for a long time. I understand. There's a lot of pressure there. We, sure. uh, yeah. yeah, we we were running down to the wire. He he was actually arguing with AMA because his bike wasn't <laughs> at the line yet. And he was trying to get a spot. But you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So again, that was just a a circumstance thing. And then the other ones were, like I said, it pulled out. So then we were running the, the hanging bracket, the bolt through it, and then a lock nut on the backside. <laughs> um, I think we used a gallon of Loctite and yeah, it was just, yeah. it was one of those things where like, it just, if it was going to rain, it was going to pour for us. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought we were doing everything right. I mean, we were taking the same advice and the same stuff that they were using on Factor Cali. Right. But with an, with A-Ray Lock, we were just running into... <laughs> so when you're running the team and you're, 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 you're having these issues, I mean, how, are you able to put a sunny, sunny side on this stuff? Or are you just like, this fucking math, this guy, these people on social media, like, oh my God, like, like, like are you able to, to, to sh shrug it off a bit and put your head down and keep working? Or does it get to you a little bit? We we were still racing and and uh, you know you were talking about me right yeah yeah no we were a lot yeah well, Rod Bell I mean Rod Bell deserves nothing but praise for you and his team for your team and him you know I mean absolutely amazing season so no like I said there was there was there were some frustrating moments yeah absolutely yeah um and again there was you know I, like I said I'm not trying to put anyone on blast or anything on blast but there was on different levels it wasn't yeah. all alex it yep. wasn't all myself yep. it wasn't all his mechanic there was just it wasn't the bike it was you know i mean it was a little bit of everything yeah. right yeah yeah i yeah. mean everything uh, i mean from from that point yes absolutely yeah. um it was frustrating does it bother me that you guys are talking about it? absolutely not no thick skin right 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 i've yeah. been called every word in the, in the book you know <laughs> yeah yeah if you're if you're a night cop in baltimore <laughs> yeah man like <laughs> that's what i said i'm i'm, I'm translucent I, yeah if we go mess mess up, I'm gonna talk about it and I'm yeah. gonna learn from it. Yeah, I fail. I fail daily, but we don't stop. Right, right. Um, now you you've obviously got your suspension business going there in Maryland. Um, and the ultimate goal, of course, is to, um, you know, increase business, increase revenue by racing and marketing and doing all that. 
do you feel like you have is that on the upswing is is that is that a is that a silver lining in here for you spending the money to go racing that business has ticked upwards yeah i mean business is has boomed for us this year yep. um i don't know if that is a straight roi from yeah who knows race team right. or because of covid because covid seemed to boom yep our entire industry yeah um so i'm hoping that it's a race team thing and not a you know Right, a virus <laughs> caused sales spike. Um, and for me, I didn't do this for you know the business side of it. Yeah. I did this because I wanted to. Um, my passion in this has never been money driven. Uh-huh. I didn't start the business to make money. I started the business to have some fun and, and to continue my father's legacy. Um, and I started the race team on the exact same pretenses of doing something I've always wanted to do um, to continue a legacy and help out people who deserve to be helped out because I saw a lot of working class people that were overlooked because they had to work. And if I could figure out a way to, to change that, like I said, with a Rod Bell yeah. or, a Jer- or a Jeremy Smith and yeah. now get people to talk about them, then that is exactly what my race team's goal is. Right. Right. Um, did you get a lot of riders calling you about rides? I mean, you said we're going to go into 2021 with the same lineup, but you had to get some guys that were some pretty good names calling you. We had a lot. I mean, we yeah. had a lot of people talking to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, but I, there was a million riders that need rides. Oh, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's that's exactly um, what I mean. Like, yeah, like these guys, you know, they look at your program and yeah, sure, you're not paying salaries and all that stuff, but you're giving guys, you know, ways to get to the races and race their motorcycles. So I imagine you were a popular guy. Yeah, man. Not everyone knows that either, too. You know, no one knows what the program is. I mean, some yeah. people think that. You know how that goes. Yeah, um, yeah. But the riders get to keep their gear money, so you're, they're making money. I mean, they're getting salaries. They're making, you know, purse money and stuff like that. So Yeah, I mean, they, they, they get all their contingency and yeah. all that stuff. And, right. Um, so, um, yeah, we had some offers yeah. from riders. And, yeah. and just for me, again, it's just it's always a up in the air. There's a lot of great talent, you know, that can be, you know, a top three in a heat race. Yeah. But there's a lot of inconsistencies. And, and like I said, for me, it just – I don't – I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think my program is ready to to run that level. I need to work out my own kinks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you – obviously, at the end of the year, you're writing a check. You, you know, Maxis helps you out and all your sponsors help you out. But at the end of the year, you're writing your check to go racing, I imagine. Um how is that? Is that uh, is that is that you know is that a cost too big to bear for another year? Is it okay? Uh, does it work out okay? Does it balance somehow with the suspension business? Like financially for you, is is it uh, is it a huge uh, check at the end of the year or what? Um, I spent over two hundred thousand this year to go racing. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but I. I you know, Alex was yeah. like, are we doing this again next year? And I said, absolutely. I, I can't. There was too many things that I just felt like I didn't know throughout the year mm-hmm. that I now know to to just be done. Um, yeah. I, that, that's just honest kind truth. I, I, I'm competitive in my own sense. So, yeah. you know, I'm not yeah. competitive against the other teams, but I'm competitive over my own program. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I could make a lot of changes for the better. And um I wanted to keep going. And I, I honestly, I, I'm going to sit here and say, who knows how long we're going to do this, but yeah. just knowing me, I, I don't see it stopping. Well, we had uh, Mike DeClose on last show on this privateer Island. He owned, uh, he owns rock river. And, uh, we had, uh, Julian Perrier, uh, last show before that, who owns the, um, PRMX team. So I, I find this interesting to talk to three guys who are dumping money in the sport and supporting the sport at different levels. And, you know, all that. So for, for us and our listeners, we're, we appreciate the candor and, and it's interesting to, to hear you talk about it. Um, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast. Jason Butkus from SGB Kawasaki. Um, so, okay, uh, Rod Bell, how was how he handling his newfound fame? Because every time I was going over there, you know, after he had a great day, he, he seemed to have a lot of ladies. He seemed to have more and more ladies as the season went on. Um, I think uh, I think he's he's staying with just one. I mean, I think Really? He, okay. He, All right. Yeah, I I haven't seen a whole lot of ladies. Um, okay. All right. So, yeah, he's not he's handling his fame uh, uh, well then. And I'll tell you what I, what I absolutely – I'll talk about Rob Bell for a second just yes. because he's different than the majority <laughs> of the people his generation. Um, he, he likes to have fun. He absolutely has a great sense of humor. Um, but when I first met him, he shook 
my hand and looked me in the eyes and, and introduced himself. Um, yep. Which isn't common with this generation and, uh, which I, I respect a lot. And he and Alex Ray send me a text message every weekend thanking me for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Even if my bike yeah. fell apart. Even if shit goes sideways. He yeah, yeah. still <laughs> sends me yeah. a message and says, you know, thank you, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't do this for any type of publicity or, or fame. That's not my, my thing behind it. But when you do work your butt off and, I, and I'm working seven days a week, just to get a little text message from the guys that yeah. you probably, I could be thanking them as well. You know, it, it does. It goes a long way and it means a lot. I just, Rod Bell approached me and said, I want to train this year. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to go somewhere. You know, he's like, I don't want to go to California. I want to go somewhere South and I want to focus and I want to train. And he lined up, you know, everything and got me in t- touch with, you know, Tyla and, um, he lined up his own place to stay down there. I'm going to take him some bikes and my one of my trailers down yeah. this weekend. And like I said, that he wants it. Yeah, he's got some skills, man. He can really ride a bike. He's good. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, was Jer- well now AJ Catanzaro? Like you said, you started with him. You were working for him a little bit. Um, he didn't have the greatest Supercross season. From what I understand, though, his value to you as as a team. I mean, look, you want him in the main events. You want him in there. There's no doubt, but. His motocross schools that I've talked to him about, and he sat in my studio, and we, you know, we talked about uh, uh, how successful it was. Those are really tying into your business well, right? That's a that's a that's a side benefit to having AJ on the team. Absolutely, yeah. He, uh, he pumps your he does business all up. The, yeah. the motocross schools, and, yep. and he's local to me, so it, it makes it very convenient. Um, and I'll go. Actually, I was at a one of his motocross schools yesterday. Um, he did one in West Virginia, like an evening school, and yep. I went down there. And it, it is. He will send me on average about two to three people a week for suspension yeah that's awesome right um yeah yeah it's good it's it's a real b2b thing so you're like hey i'll take you racing you get me some business for suspension and and, you know so yeah and and like i told you before i modeled my entire race team with people i wanted to be with on the weekends if i was going to spend all my money (laughs) and piss it away i'm going to at least enjoy the people i'm around yeah and i enjoy hanging out with you know, yeah. that's, that's my team criteria. Like, yeah. If you want to race for me, I just got to enjoy being around you. It's not. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad theory. I got to say that. Um, hey, can I run a? Can I run a theory by you? I'm thinking for yeah. 22. Yeah. What if we do like a 20 rider team? Uh huh. All right. Hear me out. Yeah. 20 rider team, and each weekend, whoever performs the lowest just gets voted off, like like a survivor. Yeah, yeah. Vote. I like that. I love it. Because then it's great. my budget will be decent by the time we hit motocross. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's it's fantastic. And and we can we can maybe um you know have like a belt and the belt could go to the top guy. Oh, yeah. You know, and the belt can move like around it. from week to week and the loser gets kicked off. Yeah. yeah and like we need to like t- tiki torches and shit. Yeah. Let's yeah. make it legit. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, 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 I'm gonna work on that. I don't know if Feld would like the torches in the pits, but I ah, screw it. Who cares? Just do it anyways. Um I mean, what, Oh, yeah, but we'll do it. Well, we'll figure it out. Um, hey, the Supercross schedule dropped uh, a couple weeks ago, and you saw it. We're going to be in one city for you know multiple races, uh, except for Daytona. Um, how does that affect the financial outlook for you as a team? Better, worse, the same? Uh, what's it like to, to see that unique schedule? I mean, we save fuel, so I mean, that's great. Yep. Um, i got to spend more money in lodging. Yep. Um, but we're – we're a working class team. You know, a lot of our mechanics have jobs during the week. You know, myself, I'm in the suspension shop during the week with, yeah. you know, the help of others. Um, so it definitely creates a little bit of a logistics issue mm-hmm. um, with a Tuesday race. But I will say I like the idea of multiple races at a venue. I, I thought Salt Lake was fun. I mean, for just a typical, you know, week for me during race season is – you know, Monday to Friday, I'm in my suspension shop, you know, working and, and trying to get orders out. I then fly out Friday night to the races. I go to the racetrack on Saturday morning. I'm there all day. We clean up prep. I fly back Sunday, which for me, most of the time, I'm losing three hours or so many hours. So it takes all day to fly. I'm back home. I hang up my family. And then I'm back in the shop Monday. So... It's not enjoyable to travel. 
It's yeah. not fun. There's no day off. There's no break. I can't see anything. I've been all over the country, but I haven't seen a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so, all over the country. I've seen nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I'm, I'm no smarter. <laughs> and with that, I liked going Salt Lake because there was a couple down days. Nothing was a rush. We had time to prep bikes right there. Like it was just, it changed the flow a little. Yep. Um, can you get work done? back there or no like you st- can you can you do that or is that not possible it's just not 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 i can i mean i could but yeah. I, I don't like you know moving things i have cleaners in the shop that are that do you know very well and yeah um and stuff like that so i mean yes i can i also have you know some people in the shop here that that do a great job as well so yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna go out of business just yet right um but well yeah we'll be okay if people want to support you or listen to this what's your website for the for sgb it is sgb-racing.com. Okay, so they can line up your suspension there. You're outside of, uh, where are you outside of? From I'm in Maryland, just Maryland. Uh, north of Baltimore. Okay, all right, perfect. Jason Butsky on the uh, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island podcast. You are doing my five, Project 500 forks and shock right now as we speak. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You're going to get coated. It's going to be revalved and everything else. Exciting. So I can't wait. Yeah, we're going to use some some race tech gold valves, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, it's going to have that factory Showa look uh, with the coatings, uppers and lowers and stuff. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going yeah. it's going to turn out well, and uh, we'll keep going there. And and we do a lot of coatings for a lot of suspension companies, actually. Do so you really? Yeah. Now, is it yeah. something you do there? Like you you've handled mm-hmm. you handle it there, or you have somebody that you work with? I have someone I work with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously they're pretty good if you're doing other companies and stuff. I do. I actually got lucky. I'm contracted with our lower coating to keep a certain tolerance. Okay. And that's where it marketed for me. Right. Um, so, you know, majority of these lower coatings are used by medical equipment, gun stuff. Okay. Um, jewelry. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's no tolerance to it. If it's a little bit thick or a little bit less, then it's there's fine. no yeah. – you know, there's no issues there. For us, you know, it creates uneven wear or seal, you know, issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly how I found out about coatings. I did a, a coating with a, one of our pro riders when I first started out, and I completely ruined the forks. Um, <laughs> and not me personally, but the coating company yeah, yeah, completely yeah, ruined yeah. the forks. But my name was on it, so it was my responsibility. Um, and we couldn't hold seals they were wearing through yeah it yep. took me forever to figure it out um and once i figured it out i flew out there and talked to them they had zero interest of changing up their process or mm-hmm. doing things um i met a couple people locally and i started working with this company um and i spent a lot of money because i was embarrassed about the first failure yeah um and spent a lot of money and we worked together and since i put in so much of their knowledge for their system we contracted out that they would only do tolerance checks on what comes through me and my company. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got you, you created yourself. You created yourself a little niche there. Correct. Yeah. So we keep it going. I do get some companies that will do some research and and see where uh, I can get my stuff done. But right. again, they don't do a tolerance check. Yeah. Um, which works out well. And again, I did it with the company itself and not the people I was working with. So if right. people leave, I'm still safe. I uh, I just it drives me crazy. Like I used to do motocross schools way back in the day up in Canada when I lived there, and and I was obviously a mechanic for a long time, and and uh, you know I'm heavily involved with race tech. Uh, so you know whatever you want to say, it's a bias. It's a bias. It's fine. The fact that people don't get their suspension oil changed just from a brand new bike drives me crazy. Just drives me absolutely bonkers. You don't get your bushings done, your seals changed, oil changed. I mean, we're not talking about you, you know you don't need to. Go and get a revalve. You can, you can, you can just spring the bike for your weight or speed. Get the oil changed, and your bike will work so much better. And it just drives me nuts. I try to hammer that home to people all the time. I mean, absolutely. I mean, and I and I have amateur riders who are noticing with the cowies that they break down in the first three hours, like the the OEM oil. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about the the grease that they're putting on all these, you know, bikes when they you get them. Mm-hmm. Like they're the grease is non-existent. Yeah. Um, I know that's not yeah. where they're, that's not where they're spending their money. And I understand it. Um, and I thank it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really. Right. <laughs> so, but no, it is. And, and people, how long, you know, if you really think about suspension and I always try to explain it to people as it's a motor without combustion, you have metal moving parts, you have oil, yeah. and heat, 
you know, friction down. You're trying to keep it with temperature control just like you would with a, a motor. Right. So it's not much different. You're not going to run 40 to 50 hours with your dirt bike. Yeah. And not change your motor oil. Right. You know, don't do the same with your suspension. Are you, are you, when you, I, I don't know if, uh, Smith, Rod Bell, and A-Ray don't strike me as ace testers. Um, so when you're working with them for suspension stuff, um, you know, do you, do you just kind of go off what they want, what they say? Do you run it by somebody else? Does AJ help you? Uh, where do you get your specs from to kind of get these guys? I mean, this is the highest level of stuff. This is super cross whoops. This is, you know, high, high rates of speed. You got to be good at, at knowing how to do suspension at this, at that level. How do you, how do you bounce stuff off of, or are they good enough? Um, they they are good enough. They know what they want. Um, some are way more picky than others. Like, yep. Um, Smith, you know, he is, he will ride whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. so normally with him, his feedback is normally it's good. Yeah. yeah. And that is <laughs> the, the feedback I get from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the outdoor nationals, he started, you know, kind of like, okay, Hey, can we go this way a little bit? Mm -hmm. and, which is good. Cause he's starting to see and, and understand how that works. And that's, that's very, it makes my job easier. Yeah. Um, so with that, and, I do all the testing with, you know, these guys on the East Coast. I will say Alex does work with Race Tech a lot on the West Coast just because it's easier yeah. for all of us involved. Yeah. I mean, to, to sit here and try to, to play the game and for him to send me a set of suspension um, to do it and then send it back, it just it doesn't make sense. When he can go and work with, you know, Rob and Wyatt yeah. at Race Tech and yep. – and they, and they communicate with me great. I mean, that's like I said, it's, it's amazing. It's easy to sell a product you believe in. Mm -hmm. Um, and I work very well with them and, you know, they, they tell me what changes were being made and where we're going and keep me up to date. I don't feel like they talk down to me in any way or yep. they treat me any differently. And, yep. you know, I, I believe my suspension tuning ability is very good. Um, but like I said, it makes it very easy for them to help me out and yeah. go. And I, I still learn daily. So I, I don't sit here and act like I'm the best out here. Yeah. I'm still learning. Uh, Firepower Parts, Maxis Tires, all part of the SGB Kawasaki team. Namira Pistons as well on board of this Privateer Island podcast. Um, we'll wrap it up here a little bit with a few more questions for you. Um, for you, obviously, the, the like you said, you want to be a stepping stone. Uh, does that involve getting a semi-truck down the road? What do you th How do you feel about that? Is that something you want to do? <sighs> do you feel like you guys do well enough with your setup that you have now? Our setup is okay. Um it does what it needs to do. I, I definitely think we could use more room. So mm -hmm. semi definitely would be more beneficial in some levels, but there's a lot more headache to it. Yeah, there is. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm trying to master, I jumped into the deep end. You know, <laughs> there was no question. Like I, and, and I felt like we did good. Um, but I really want to fine tune what I have. And if a semi presents itself or something like that, then mm -hmm. absolutely. I can talk and entertain that, but, um, I think that's the least of my focus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I got to make sure his exhaust system stays on. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Hey, for Jordan Jarvis, obviously, uh, uh, the, the, the highest ranking female rider we have on the circuit and the fastest in a long time. Um, what's she like to deal with? How, how is she, uh, um, for you uh, and, and, and the attention that she brings? Um, what's it like? Um, she's easy. She's easy to work with. She's, um, She's quiet for the most part, and I mean, and she opens up, but she is she's more of a quiet person. Definitely not like the Alex Ray Rod Bell combination. Yeah, um, yeah. You probably got to tell her, look, see those idiots over there? Yeah, see those guys? Yeah, just just ignore them. Just just ignore them. <laughs> so I mean, but no, she's she's very easy to, to work with on a bike level. Um, you know, she she yep. works very hard and she tries and to to improve every single weekend. So it's. There's no complaints. I got a really fun team. You know, it's yeah. easy to work with. There's no headaches. I can't, right. I can't sit here and tell you that I have a headache. It's, you know, I have stress from, you know, you know, poorly managing a race team. But yeah, yeah. Besides that, yeah, I, I'm just having fun. Did you go through a lot of mechanics? Uh, I know teams on your level. Um, you know, guys get promoted. Guys find jobs. They jump up. Uh, uh, other guys decide the lifestyle isn't for them. Other guys doesn't. The pay isn't what it needs to be. Other like myself, I started on a team just like yours. You know what I mean? We had a little higher profile rider in 1996, but um, it was a truck and trailer, 
and it wasn't much money, and I, you know, I loved it. I loved it. I, I sacrificed. I wanted to do it, and I understood that I had to to get my reps in with a team like yours. So, what's it like for you? Do you do you have the same guys? Do you go through guys? Do you kind of sit them down and be like, hey, this is the deal. This is all I can do. But you know, maybe this can be something greater for you. Yeah, I mean, it it, it doesn't change from the rider to the mechanic side. It's I'm trying to help them and. You know, my program is not going to be a three million dollar budgeted program, ever. Yeah, like it's just—it's right. not going to be. Yeah. Um. So, that means that the mechanics are going to make very, very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my! So, yeah. You know, I yeah. want them to to latch onto riders and you know go to the next level and you know and, and continue and further their career. Just like you know, though, there's not a whole lot of money in the mechanic side of this sport. Unless, like I said, you're really latching on to somebody that's really, really good and is really generous. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Right. It's uh. So. Yeah. But but again, they can they need the reps, the experience, and and working for main event guys, guys in the points, like you, you know all your people. Uh, that's that's how you do it. You know. Yeah. I mean, so. and, you know, and you know how it is. Teams aren't for the most part walking around like, hey, you spun some really good wrenches. You want to come work for us? <laughs> yeah. It goes normally through the rider. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you make relationships, and it takes a while, and you know what I mean. It's not necessarily righty tidy lefty Lucy that gets you one of those jobs, you know. So, um, all right, man. Did we cover everything, Jason? Did we uh, anything else you want to talk about, or did I did I miss any key points for no, the team? I think, I think you did. You did a really good job posting this one. Uh, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> listen, we need. You know, Geico's gone. We think JGR won't be back. Uh, uh, guys like you, man, we 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 appreciate them. We need them in the sport. And and you you guys were the hype team last summer. Uh, there's no doubt it was the hype was there, and uh, we all were coming around and, and hanging out with your team. And it was a fun team, and uh, it was a fun to come around after the races and talk to your guys. And and uh, poor A Ray. At sometimes he's, you know, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. And A Ray was sometimes the nail. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna create a. Uh... A little bit more, uh, more spark for him, though. I think that's. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. No, I hope sometimes, so. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta have a little rough patch in order to sure to succeed. Yeah. No. I, and that's I, I what agree. I tell myself daily. <laughs> every so. every day. Um, every day. <laughs> well, listen, you can be back patrolling the mean streets of Baltimore. I would. I, I, I miss it, man. Oh my god, I can't even. Imagine. It was less stressful than this shit. What? What was the gnarliest thing you can, can you can tell us? Is there one that you can? Like that, you can actually tell us on on the podcast, or is there? I mean, I, I can tell you funny stories and stuff. I mean, it, the funny ones is I, see, I'm I'm more of the sarcastic guy, so I yeah. have a lot of funny stories more right. so than serious. Okay, what, what's I the... probably should have been more serious and more scared more often. Yeah. But I, <laughs> you know, um, a different one because I've told some stories for different people. So, all right, we, they had a stabbing in a in a neighborhood, and they wanted us to increase our patrols and kind of mm-hmm. start start enforcing the the curfew at the state park yeah. where people were, were gathering. Okay. Yeah. Um, and for us, I mean, that was just get out of here type thing. Yeah. So it was another officer and I working plainclothes detail. It's getting sundown and there's a group of kids. Um, they were probably up to no good. And <laughs> at that time <laughs> I was, uh, was in very good shape and I, I hopped this eight foot chain link fence and I get down and I'm getting ready to go approach them. Yeah. And my partner, um, it was a solid dude. Very solid. Um, gets a little wobbly at the top of the eight-foot fence <laughs> and then falls down. And right when you land, there was a, a little grass patch with a small, like, two-foot hill into an alleyway yeah, yeah. in Baltimore. And uh, he lost his footing pretty good and slammed into the alleyway <laughs> with a solid thud. So then all the kids turn and look at us. And all I can see is his flashlight rolling in the alley like it's a half pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just laying there, and I just turn to the kids, and I'm like, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> there, was no, there was no going to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, um, you, you, were, you were doomed. Yeah, we were like, yep, and we failed that one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a... Did you, ever have to, did you ever have to yell, like, uh, call for backup? No. No, I mean I've asked for backup. Yeah, I mean there's been times where, I mean I've gotten my ass kicked. There's no. Really? There's no secret. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you only get an ass kicked for a little bit, and then you know. Yeah. Everyone else comes and we kick ass eventually. But, yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yes, you yeah. know there's there's situations where you get into and you're like, ooh, ooh, this isn't. You it's... know I've had to put my, I put my face into a criminal's back just to protect myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in in that sense, it's, 
you know, and then you're just like, that's when 30 seconds feels like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, if I can stay alive through this, you guys are going to pay. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> um, so this, 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 uh, these police protests and things like that are really, there's something that really hits home for you. Right. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I, that's one of the reasons why I wish I was back. Yeah. You know, I got a, I got a crew of, of people that, um, you know, are fighting a fight that I abandoned and went. Yeah. And that's truly how I feel. Yep. You know, a, a, yeah, yeah. a true a mental warrior, you know, a, someone a, that it has that mindset is they don't want to go away from it when it's shit's hitting the fan. They want to run to it. So it's definitely tough seeing yeah. it that way. And I, I get that all the time. Like, oh, you're glad you left. And I'm like, no, man. Yeah. No. I could see that. Um, no, I could totally see that. And a lot that. of police work is just misunderstood. It right. truly is. Um, well, I look at it like there are some bad apples for sure. There's also bad plumbers and there's bad uh, uh, grocery clerks. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. I mean, like, I, yeah. I met. I mean, again, I'm, I'm straightforward with everything. I, I met one corrupt cop in my 11 years, um, yeah. and he left. He le- he made it about nine months before he got fired. I mean, we don't want to work with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can su- I can sit here and say that there was other officers that handled things differently than I would. Right. Um, but I wouldn't say that they had. Bad intentions. A yeah. criminal, yeah, yeah. you know, mentality yeah. or mindset to do it. Right. Um, you know, and it's very, it's very similar to like a high school. You know, you got your, you got your guys that are, you know, jockeys in a sense where they're just, they don't play games. You got your class clowns. You've got your, you know, shy people. It's, it's the same with the police department. I was a class yeah. clown. I, yeah. My friend and I, you know, when we worked and we had domestics and, you know, disturbances where people were arguing. He and I would go there and we would pick sides and argue with them. Yeah. And we would just argue louder than the people arguing to the point where they stopped arguing like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And then we would start pushing each other and we would leave and then they would never call back. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, Well, man, uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the time today, Jason. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, Good job on the year. Looking forward to 2021. I'm looking forward to seeing my Project 500 suspension is also uh, whenever you get a chance to get that thing done. Um, And like I said, great job with uh, with Rod Bell this year. A Ray Smith, uh, uh, really, really good, solid results. And hopefully onward and upward for you and and better things looking looking for your team. So, yeah, man. I'm excited now. And you're. You're part owner, so that's yeah. really good. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll sit down tomorrow and talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me, send me the invoice right, right as soon as you can. I'll get on that. We'll, we'll do. Thank you. Uh, enjoy. Yeah, thanks very much. The race tech suspension, FXR racing, privateer island life podcast with Jason Butsky. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy.